What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brian Janu Show. As you know, I am Brian Janu, and like always on all podcast platforms everywhere, Brian Janu Show. Um, social media platforms, Brian Janu Show, Instagram, TikTok, you know, Facebook threads, Brian Janu Show, and of course, YouTube channel, Brian Janu Show, man. Today, you already know, it's bleed black and gold. Um, so, the Saints, Saints. They win today in the Superdome, twenty-four to seventeen against the Chicago Bears. Um, in a defensive, a dominant defensive game for the New Orleans Saints. Um, in this game, um, the offense did what they were supposed to do, scored the points that we needed them to score, but this was more of a defensive game. Early in the game. Uh, for the defense, they let the rookie uh, Tyson uh, Tyson Bether or Bateman, uh, I don't know his last name, um, <laughs> uh, get like a couple of uh, touchdowns early. The first drive was always the shaky one for the Saints defense. Chicago came out, scored right out out the gate. Um, Saints, uh, you know, prevailed, came back, won the game. Uh, Another great game for Taysom Hill. Uh, very quiet game for Alvin Kamara, which is very rare to say. Well, he caught a lot of passes, but not a lot of running uh, from him. But it was a, it was the Taysom Hill game today. And I've seen in the last couple of weeks, that's pretty much what this team has been predicated on, is becoming the Taysom Hill show offensively, which it's not a bad game plan at all. I mean, that's kind of what I've been screaming for the last couple of weeks, is get the ball to Taysom Hill, let Taysom Hill play, let Taysom Hill do certain things. Um Michael Thomas didn't have a catch this game. I think Chris Olave caught a couple of passes. They tried to really work Juwan Johnson into the receiving game a lot in this game. Um, Chris Olave did what Chris Olave did. Caught the first touchdown out of the game for us. Um, but for the most part, man, this was exactly what I expected uh, from the Saints. Um, very highs and lows still with the special team, especially with the kicker, Blake Groupie. Um you know, he missed another – this is the craziest thing. He hit a 55-yarder early in the game, but then he makes he misses, like, a chip shot field goal, which is, like, a 42, which should be easy to make for a kicker who just hit a 55-yard field goal, and he just fucking missed it at home when you're trying to ice the game. Now, here's the thing. The Saints had a game earlier. The Saints had a game earlier. Um – the Saints had the ball earlier, I should say, in the game where they were uh, – where it was, like, I think uh, – Saints had the ball earlier in the game. Like, two drops previous to that to that Blake, uh, Blake Goopy, uh, you know, missed field goal. They had it on, like, a fourth and one. They decided to go for it. Okay, it is what it is. I get it. But the fact that – you had an easy field goal for him to make, which is like no pressure. You're not really asking him to do too much. You're giving him an easy field goal. He probably hits it. We go up 10, and the defense who's playing unstoppable football at the time, unstoppable you know, football at the time, with a rookie who's now really feeling the pressure, now he feels like he has to score. He has to get the team into a good rhythm because he's just not doing it. And I feel like that is, uh, and so 
two drives later, you put this kid in there for the two-minute warning, and you tell him to go out there and make a field goal, and he misses. I think the Saints got to understand, sometimes this kid doesn't need pressure. He's not good in the pressure situations. He is actually really fucking bad at it. Um, He's not good at it. So for the Saints' sake is to stop doing that shit to him. Because you keep putting him in like two minute positions. I've seen him at the in the Houston game. I've seen him now, the Jags game. I've seen him enough to know the kid is not good in high pressure situations. So give him a simple fucking job. If you would have just kicked the field goal at that moment, no pressure. He gets on the field. He kicks the field goal. We probably go up ten, and it makes the Chicago Bears have to drive the field farther down, which they were not doing in the second half. Which brings me to. Our defense. That's the defense I've been waiting to see. That was this was the best game for the Saints that we could have asked for. A combine of offense and defense, the way we played. I know it was a rookie, but I don't give a shit. That was the best, uh, especially in the second half. We're really a great second half defense, so I'm not really that surprised that we actually did what we did in the second half. Um, we're really a great second half defense. Um, the first half is where we get the most problems, but I think teams are starting to realize like, oh, we got to get them early. We got to get the defense early because if we give them a chance to score first, then we're not going to get a, now you give them energy, you give them a motivational tool and you give them a reason for why they need to beat you. So I like the fact that our defense caused five turnovers, five turnovers today. That is even shocking for Saints. Like, that is a damn I, – I haven't seen us do that in years where we were just on it every fucking play, man. In the second half, the kid literally had, like, four turnovers, turnovers by himself. The rookie had, like, four turnovers by himself. We got a DJ Moore punch out, which was perfect. Like, we did a lot of things in that, in that game where defensively, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, now, I respect Dennis Allen for finally saying – Mobile quarterbacks gives us trouble. As a Saints fan, duh, the kid can run. This is why I was also a little afraid for when we played Justin Fields. We was to play Justin Fields in this game. He he didn't play, of course, because they run the ball like they he can run. That's what he does. He takes off. He kills the. What the Saints like to do is is kind of like like suffocate you with the defense and. That's not what this is, especially if you can escape the pocket, escape the pressure, which a lot of those athletic quarterbacks usually do. They escape the pressure, they escape the pocket. You can't collapse them, which brings us and puts us in a position where if the quarterback does decide to run, now you have somebody that has to come out the secondary to kind of stop that play, and that's not what we're good at. We're not good at that. All in all, winning this game, is very important. We're now on a two. This is the funniest. This is the Saints. This is literally the, the Saints. I literally, it goes back to what I said about the Jags game when I said that night on the Jags game. We have three weeks to prove who we are. We are now finally in a position, and now we have a chance to actually also go into the bye week six and four, or at least five and five. The craziest thing about this is right now, we now lead the division. We now lead the NFC South. 
Charlotte, I mean, Carolina is losing right now. The Panthers are losing to the Colts right now. They're down, they're down 20 to 3, with 520 to go in the third quarter. But the Texans drove on the last second drive. CJ Strout, the young goat, CJ Strout, uh, drove the ball down the field, scored on a last second touchdown, beat the te- Tampa Bay Buccaneers with no field goal kicker, which is damn near impossible. But they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which now they're on a what a four game losing streak now after beating us, which is the craziest thing in the world. And also Atlanta lost today to a fucking quarterback that literally got there a lot earlier this week. Josh Dobbs literally got to Minnesota Tuesday. Like Tuesday, Wednesday. He got traded like Tuesday. And he's been in Minnesota like for like a couple of days. He doesn't even know the playbook fully yet in the fact that he drove down the field and still – and came off the bench, by the way, and won a game in Atlanta. Tells you all you need to know about Atlanta. As good as Atlanta was supposed to be, this is what the situation was supposed to be for the Saints. We have the opportunity to win the division. We have a – we have a now, – now we go to Minnesota and play the Vikings next week which means Josh Dobbs will have more of the understanding of the playbook. He will know what he needs to do. And he will be very uh, aware of what the Saints is. Here's the thing about this, though. As good as the Vikings looked in this game, if we do... And another name of the Saints, which I, I I cannot miss. Not only did we get five turnovers, we had a game where we only had one, what, two penalties, I think? That shit is rare. We lead the league in penalties. The fact that we only had, like, two penalties this entire fucking game is crazy. Like, what? Like, as a Saints fan, you smile at that shit. Like, what the fuck? We were causing turnovers. We're not for, we're not giving away the ball. We're actually causing turnovers, and we're actually winning this game. And we did not cause any penalty that put us in a position where this team can actually still keep the ball and roll down the field, even when we know we just stopped them. We did none of that this this game, which is rare. The two penalties, the entire game. The first penalty literally came on like the second to last drive of the fucking game. That is rare for the Saints. That's a pat on a goddamn back. We cleaned up our mistakes, which is rare to say. Derek Carr has not had a a turnover in two games, which is great because we need that. No, he threw a pick last week. I'm tripping. No, he fumbled the ball last week. I'm tripping. Um, But uh, interception. He hasn't had interception since I think the Jazz game. We're now 5-4. We go to Minnesota. We if we beat Minnesota next week, we'll be six and four going into the bye week, which the following week we play Atlanta. Atlanta's really like the last test of the NFC South. I know we still got Tampa. I know we still got Carolina. I know we still gotta go to Tampa and we still got Carolina to come to us and Atlanta has to come to us. But for me personally, man, Tampa Bay is gonna be a fighting team. Tampa Bay is a fighting team. But I think the losing is starting to catch them, and I think it's starting to really make them realize, like, oh, wow, we're not actually as great as we thought we were, and we're starting to revert to the team we usually would be. 
this is why I said the Saints have a, a very, 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 that's why I kept saying the Saints have a very, 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 very important three games. They've won two of these games. The defense has woken up, and the offense are good. The one thing I want to see is can we put it all together, special teams too. The punt is doing better, but Blake Groupie is starting to really – he still hasn't found his rhythm yet as a kicker in the NFL. And for me, that's not good. If you haven't still figured it out as a rookie by week 10, 11, that, okay, high-pressure situation. And I know he comes – I think he comes from, what, Notre Dame, I think. That's what they keep saying. Notre Dame is a high-pressure situation. That's a college. That's a high-pressure college. You should be better than this. Like, this is ridiculous, dude. Like, you got to be better than this. Um, For me personally, man, to be 5-4 and four on the – the year, like after the start we had to start this season to be five and four going into week ten me, of the NFL season with a bye week literally coming up next after this upcoming weekend with the Vikings. If we end up six and four, holy shit. Like, yo, if we end up six and four. And Atlanta starting to free fall, and Minnesota starting to free fall, because they're losing the teams that, and otherwise, will, you should be winning against. Minnesota losing to Josh, Josh Joshua Dobbs is is a crazy name for you. Atlanta's a Tampa Bay defense to literally give C.J. Stroud literally the Tom Brady Peyton Manning treatment, like he is one of the best quarterbacks in the world. Which I said something on my show with my brother Juan Wednesday. And I said, C.J. Stroud is better than Josh Allen right now. <laughs> I, I said that just to throw it off the cuff. Like, it was just like a throwing off the cuff. But I wasn't lying. Like, I'm not lying. I was, it was just, yeah, it was a cuff, throwing off the cuff movement. But I told, like I said, which quarterback would I rather have right now? C.J. Stroud or uh, Josh Allen? Give me C.J. Stroud right now. Are you serious? Like, I'm watching this kid play, and I'm watching how he does things, and I'm like, yeah, this kid's got it. I see it. I saw it when we played him in, you know, a couple weeks ago. I was like, yeah, this kid got it. All in all, man, the Saints are 5-4. and four. We beat Chicago again. That's a massive thing. We are going to be on the road, even after the, we go to the Vikings, Atlanta. And I think... And then we got a bye, and then I think November 26th, I think we play Atlanta. And then the next home game is against Detroit. And that's December 2nd or 3rd, I think, in New Orleans. And Detroit at that time will probably be one of, if not the best teams in football still. So I expect, you know, us to be in that. That's going to be a dogfight for us. Every game this year is going to be a dogfight for us. But like I said, man, I want to see if we're ready for – if we're ready. If we're ready now. Like, 5-4 and four is great. To be over 500 is a great thing, finally. But for me, man, it's about still trying to get this offense 100% right. There's still, there was still some choppiness in the offense game playing in this game. But I think this was one of those games where they felt like, listen, we ain't really got to do a lot offensively. We just got to keep the ball. We got to hope the defense continues to play the way they plan. And the defense did, man. Marcus May did his thing. Parson Adebo became a, a fucking 
dominant one today. And like I've been saying, with Marshawn Lattimore, uh, Alante Taylor, and now Paulson Adebo, that's three cornerbacks. The secondary is – the cornerback situation is good. The safety situation is still shaky. Marcus May still has some plays out there today. Teron Matthew got mossed for the first touchdown of the game. Got absolutely mossed for the first touchdown of the game. But we still got some things we got to work out. But that defense is starting to wake it up. Demario Davis made a huge play to end the game for us. Uh, Brian Brzee is starting to really become that new defensive tackle that we've all been waiting to see. I think we got it, man. I think we got a team. I think we're ready. And I think, I think, like I said, man, I just got to see one more game where everything comes together. The defense works. The offense is great. We scored uh, over 20-some points again, but the defense also puts in that type of effort where we just shut everything down. Yeah, I want to see a first half where we just dominate. You know, second half is cool, but the first half is where it really kicks in. The first drive, we want to see us get a touchdown on the first drive, which we haven't really done yet. And I think since shit, I can't even say – Damn, I can't even remember when the first when we got a touchdown on the first damn drive of a game. Um, but yeah, I gotta see us get a touchdown on the first drive of a game offensively, and I still gotta see the defense shut somebody shut somebody down in the first drive of the game for us. Outside of that, man, maybe the rookie kicker. It's starting to get to the point where you kind of now start to say, if you're Dennis Allen, should I go think about bringing in a new kicker? Now, you can't go trade for one, clearly, but you can go call one and see if someone could come in and maybe kick because if Blake Groupie is missing field goals at home, that's 42 yarders. When it's not supposed to really be that much pressure on you, you're up already. You're up seven. It's not like it should be that much pressure on you. But the fact you're feeling that already, it's like, okay, it's starting to get to the point where it's like, okay, we might need to, might need to think about letting this kid sit for a while. Even if you still got faith in him. Like I said, the punter is doing better. But even if you still got faith in this rookie kicker, he's got to now know, hey, man, we're getting, we're getting later and later. We're getting later and later into these, seasons, into these games where we're up now and you're, and you're missing kicks. Like, the pressure's not on you. You're at home. Nobody's screaming at you. You're at home. Just hit the fucking field goal. Like, you're good. And the fact that he's still not hitting these field goals with really no pressure on him. That's not good. That's not good. So, yeah, man. Um, all in all, man, the Saints are now five and zero. We're over five hundred, and we're now the number one seed, number one spot in the AFC uh, South, NFC South, which is a beautiful feeling. Five and four, number one in the NFC South. Um, next week we got the Minnesota Vikings. After that, bye week. Um, yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do my Sunday when it. And the Saints going by, but other than that, man. Um, until next time, until next week. Uh, I am Brandon Janu. This is Bleed Black and Gold. Peace.